Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. So I just like, just start saying it. Shants and Chew are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. That? Okay. Shants and Chew are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You Podcast. This is the Abyss Edition Teachable Moment. Teachable Moment, you! Yes, Chance here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me on this quest to find one good underwater creature movie from 1989... The lady that's going to give you a little ear candy today, Lady Chew. Wow, ear candy. You heard me. I feel like I need to change my voice a little bit to make it like (laughs) sexy operator or something. (laughs) You you would probably excel at that. (laughs) Thanks for saying that. I didn't, it wouldn't peg me as uh, somebody who would do that or even excel at it. Are you a naughty boy? I ain't saying, I can't say that. I can't can't say that. You would be more like, take your pants off. Exactly. Fuck yourself. Yes, exactly. Do it faster. Come. Go ahead. Faster. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it until you ejaculate. Over here. Thank you. Okay, just, I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) Stop touching me. Get off. I have to go pee. Bye. (laughs) We'll go get a wipe. Fuck. <laughs> Man, did we sidetrack fast on this one? <laughs> it's been as it's been like under a minute. <laughs> yeah, we're at a minute and forty-four seconds. That sounds about right. All right. Well, that's uh, that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Abyss today. A movie that came out, Chew, as we've discussed previously, on August. 8th, 1989, it's directed by one James Cameron. Ooh, how many James Cameron movies can Chew list? Oh. Well, two for sure. Uh, oh, no, I can do more than that. Fascinated to know oh, what they are. Can I? What What were well, you thinking knows. when you said two for sure? I was thinking two that were made in my lifetime. Like, is when I was born or that I knew that, uh, well, Titanic, obviously. I was going to say Titanic Avatar, and Avatar. Obviously. Nice. Okay, so we got those two. Um, That's not the obvious ones. Did he do Terminator? Yeah. Or am I just making up shit? No, Terminator 1 and 2. Okay. I feel good. Ooh. As well as Aliens. Oh, that's right. I wasn't going to remember that. But you haven't watched Aliens yet, right? We watched Alien. Correct. I don't think we watched the second one yet. Singular. Have you seen True Lies? You know, True Lies has an actor in it. (laughs) Watching your face try to remember things. I wish we could give that that as a gift to the listeners. Is that an Arnold movie? Yeah. I've never seen it. Well, that's not true. (gasps) I've seen probably a half hour of it and I was like, eh, it's whatever. 
It's not. It, it's. Ethan tried to get me into it. I was like, that's fine. It's a lot of fun. Did you get to Bill Paxton? And now it's been too long. I wouldn't remember. Well, that's part of your problem. You didn't get to Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. And evidently James Cameron really loves or loved Bill Paxton as well. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, James Cameron just wanted to be like the rest of us. Yeah. Bill Paxton, one of the greats. God bless. I miss him. All right. Well, excellent, Chu. You remembered something. I can do some stuff. Not bad. Not lots of stuff. No. Some. Yeah. All right. Chu. This is the most successful of the underwater monster movies. Uh, that There is no argument there. <laughs> it's got 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. I think we've discussed this. You know what's surprising to me, though? So this movie had a budget of $70 million. And even though it's the biggest hit of these three movies, it was not a big hit. It only had an opening weekend of $9.3 million, only 54.4 in the USA, but in the world it collected $90 million. Wow. This movie was not a runaway huge hit when it came out. I think it became far more popular after it came out on video. I would assume somebody shit their pants opening weekend <laughs> after spending seventy yeah. million dollars, and you get and then nine. You only made nine. Someone contemplated death. Somebody said you directed the Terminator movie, right? <laughs> that the movie's good. That was you, wasn't it? What the fuck? And aliens? And nobody came to this movie. Actually, the person who produced this movie is Gail Ann Hurd, who they were in the middle of a divorce when this movie started. But Her and James? despite the fact that they were in the middle of a divorce, he didn't want anybody else to produce this movie. Like they still had this working relationship. I bet Gail Ann thought, well, fuck, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> But I think this movie is very well regarded for the most part now. Like I said, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. Not bad. That's very good. All right. Your first thoughts. This is your teachable moment. Is it worthy? Oh, yeah. Come on. I mean, first thoughts, uh, they're actually underwater. You want to know how? Thank you. You want to know how much water? Thank you for that. What's that? You want to know how much water? Uh, an Olympic size, an Olympic size pool worth. It was in an empty. I I don't I, like. They were at a nuclear facility. That was. I can't remember if it was in the process of being built or in the process of being decommissioned or what. Well, I don't remember, but it was a tanker. In a nuclear facility, I think in South Carolina, it was the it's like the largest underwater set that's ever been built. I believe it's still there to this day because it would just be too hard to move. But the the production company still owns it. So there are signs all over the place that say, if you try and steal this, we're going to search to the end of the earth. Don't even take a picture of it. <laughs> 
shit. Yeah. They were under 40 feet of water, and it was filled with 7.5 million gallons of water. Wow. They had to chlorinate the water so heavily that all the actors were getting bad rashes. Their uh, hair all turned blonde at first and then white. Wow. They had to start, like they put their suits on, but then they had to start, like they, they clued in and started putting Vaseline all over their bodies and their hair before they got under the water at a certain point in the shoot so that that would stop happening. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. As good as this movie is, I think it's a little bit of a miracle. Did you read anything about this movie? No. Not a great filming process. Oh. Literally for anyone. I can see that. Yeah. What do you know about James Cameron as a director? Anything? Like, do you know anything about his personality or... I would imagine he is difficult in the sense that he wants what he wants and you better fucking do it because there's no swaying. That's the, that's what I would assume. You got that. He has a vision. Yeah. And it's your job to fulfill it. You got that exactly fucking right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He is a perfectionist. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio famously said, Filming the abyss was a lot of things. Fun is not one of them. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Uh, Ed Harris, I believe, punched James Cameron right in the fucking jaw on set. Ooh. And Mary Elizabeth Mastrojonio had a full, like, mental breakdown, like just fits of crying over the filming of this movie. Uh, Ed Harris was driving home from filming and had to pull over and just burst into tears one day. Oh, my God. Yeah. He almost drowned at least twice, maybe three times. Yeah. So in the scene where he does the deep dive with the liquid... Yeah. That liquid is actually real at that time. It's a real it thing. It looks like it. I don't know what the current state of it is at all. It was so experimental at the time that so when they filmed the rat doing it, the rat's actually doing it. I don't I didn't like any of that. Well, no. I can understand. I didn't think you would, but the rat is actually Breathing in the oxygenated water or what liquid or whatever it is. Uh, it was too experimental for people to do. So Ed Harris just had colored liquid inside of his wetsuit in the head thing. And he just had to help hold his breath. So he's still holding his breath even in, in the suit. And there's somebody controlling like how to drain it. Well, there would be... I don't know how it would work in in the terms of, I just know, I believe it was they were filming that scene where Ed Harris said, you know, you give a signal to somebody who's just off camera, a scuba diver, they come over and give you a mouthpiece and you breathe. That's how filming goes. By the way, all the people in this movie, all the actors, 
their own stunts. Nice. When Ed Harris is dragging Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio back after she had drowned, yeah. that's her just holding her breath. Fuck. Yeah. So Ed Harris said, I need air, I need air, gives the signal. The guy who was supposed to give him the mouthpiece uh, got tangled up in some other set of tubes or something. So somebody else swam over quickly to Ed Harris and jammed the nozzle into his mouth. He put it in upside down. So when Ed Harris tried to breathe through it, he just sucked in water. Somebody else came in and put theirs in his mouth, right side up. He almost died. That was when he had a breakdown on the way home. This movie was fucking dangerous. I I had I had that thought several times throughout the movie. I'm like, they're they are clearly underwater for long periods of time. Yes, this is scary. Yeah, this is scary. The strange thing is, though, I, I hate saying this because I, you know, it if I if I was in the situation, I'd want to take James Cameron's head off. Yeah, but <laughs> but at the same it time, works. he did it. Like, yeah, it works. I think this is a really great movie, except for the last few minutes. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. All right. Well, this is your teachable moment, so there are no how dare you awards to talk about. In addition, I mean, let's face it, you, you don't take notes on your teachable moments. We're not counting grievances and po- Ooh, look at you. They're not. I didn't count. Yeah. I just, I, it was such a long movie and so much happened. You wanted to remember I, shit. I had to write, I had to write down stuff. Well, until the end of the movie, I wouldn't have a lot of grievances. No. I think so much of this movie is great. I honestly, I think Ed Harris should have been given all the awards. <laughs> he was so good. He's fucking amazing in this movie. So, I just love him. Yeah. I think this is a great movie. Yeah. That this leaves really us. Was. What'd you say? I said this really was. Yeah. Well, this leaves us with you describing the plot for our listeners. Okay. <laughs> okay. This will be the least stupid of the three you've had to describe. <laughs> I can make it stupid if you want. All right, then. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the Abyss. Uh, it is a, obviously a underwater movie. Uh, we have a team down at the bottom of the ocean, obviously. There's always a team of people at the bottom of the ocean. Right. I don't remember exactly what they were originally down there for, but the mission turns out oil. to be... Oil. Oil. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's right. This movie's very clear. Well, so was the last movie, but that first movie, Deep Star Six, you know, what the fuck they're doing. Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have oil riggers down at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, it ends up turning into a mission of finding a... Um, submarine. A submarine that's crashed, that's nearby, um, 
and there's nukes on, on board and they need to dismantle them. They don't no. really outright they say that. Shit. Like, no, really, they're there to search for survivors. That's the stupidest fucking thing. Bitch, there ain't no fucking survivors. You never know. There's not. If some of those seamen, easy, but if some of them had closed the door, then they could have been in there. And Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's possible. But that didn't happen. Right. They're dead. They're all dead. Yeah. Uh, and they're dead because a shiny, bright, speeding <laughs> light going way too fucking fast, breaking all the fucking, all the rules. Um, hundred and flies, what? Hundred and thirty knots, I think he says. Hundred and thirty knots. I don't know what that e- I don't know what that equals to, but it's fast as fuck. <laughs> um, it ends up making the submarine crash. They die, and then um, then you get a team down there to figure out what the fuck. We've lost her. Launch the buoy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can launch it, but you ain't. They ain't. No one's getting you. Okay. Uh, anyway, so um. While they're down there, they in um they encounter the alien sea thing, and then but really this movie is is not really a monster or alien movie. Yeah, it is an underwater movie. It's an underwater with chaos drama and confrontation mm-hmm. with the added effect of a mystery being at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Some bad things definitely happen to the people. Yeah, but not in the sense not of in the, not in the not, not in the in sense of having to watch sense. it. Yeah, till the last Bad few things minutes. didn't happen to me. <laughs> happened to them. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me let me tell you this. <laughs> I just realized what a wasted effort this is going to be. You should know better. <laughs> I'm so stupid, <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Here are the people that were nominated for Oscars for Best Actor for this year. The winner was Daniel Day-Lewis for My Left Foot. Also, Kenneth Branagh for Henry V. Tom Cruise, born on the 4th of July. Morgan Freeman, Driving Miss Daisy. And Robin Williams, Dead Poets Society. Thank you. Do you recognize anything that I said? Yeah. Not names, movies. Yes. Which one? Well, I've seen... Dead Poets? Seen Dead Poets. Okay. Um, you haven't seen Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it once, but I was, I was very young and I couldn't really remember. You're a liar. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, Born on the 4th of July? I didn't see it. Okay. And you didn't see Henry V. Come on. I didn't see Henry V or My Left Foot. <laughs> yeah. I said what I said, how I said it. Okay? Oh, with as much contempt as you can muster. And there's nothing against Daniel Day-Lewis. No. He's amazing. One of the best. Uh, I was just, I have a problem with the title. I didn't see My Left Foot. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bitch. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, baby, happy. 
You know how we were talking in the last movie <laughs> that like it has all the people? Yeah. This movie feels like it has all the people. But it doesn't. Even though it actually doesn't. It's like there's three people that you know. Well, that I know. <laughs> well, there's more than that. But we've got Ed, Mary, um most people I think know Michael Bien too. Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, why am I forgetting his name? He's the guy on He's the coffee. on the boat. I don't know who Coffee is. He's the guy who goes nuts. No, I mean like I don't know that actor. Michael Bien. You haven't seen Terminator. Like he... Yeah. Let me look it up. Yeah, I have seen it. Or yeah, yes, I have. Yes, I've seen it. Well, he. <laughs> He would be so much of a piece of shit to answer no as yeah. Okay. Well, that would be an answer to the question. I I've seen. But I know how your mind works, I so I went the don't other way. Recognize. That's fair. Yeah. That is definitely fair. He's Reese. I I I've seen Terminator like twice. Okay. <laughs> twice. <laughs> so, all the more reason to remember one of the two main characters. What you you love Tombstone? Oh my god! I fucking knew it. I was like, he looks a lot like fucking Ringo. Yeah, but that can't be Ringo. So he's Ringo. That can't be Ringo. And I was only thinking of the mustache. I was like, look, not every white guy with a fucking mustache is Ringo. Okay. It turns out but... that he is. Right. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Excellent. So yes, he one. is Ringo. How good a fucking bad guy is he? He's a pain in the ass. He's great. Fucking yeah, love really him good. in this movie. Actually, I'd have nominated him for supporting actor, too. And Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. She was good. God damn it. She was much better in this movie than she was in Robin Hood. No offense, Mary. Okay, no offense. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't we take a break, and then we'll come back. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Very good, then. I'll be here. I should hope so. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay. All right, we'll be right back, everyone. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. 
Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing her teachable moment. The last of the underwater kind of monster movies from 1989. This one is The Abyss. The people that love this movie love this movie a lot, Chu. And I'm one of them. I can see that. This was fun. You it's feel... Two and a half hours. 220. <clears throat> it is long. You know, it's two and a half hours. But you're not, like, at the end of it... Like, I was enthralled the whole time, okay. but we could have found an extra... Like, you can keep it at two. There's even a longer version, I think. The director's cut. Yeah, there is. I bet there is. With uh, a tidal wave that's rushing towards the good old U.S. of A. that just stands still. The aliens are like, you know what? No. Let's reel it back. Then is the, that true? Yeah. Interesting. It's not as good. No. <laughs> no. No. I got a lot to say about the ending. We'll wait. I have a lot to say, and yet I don't really know what to say. About just the ending or the whole movie? The ending. Okay. <laughs> All right, but so one of the things I want, because like right at the front, the top of this movie, that submarine crash, think about that and the other two movies we watched, and weren't you already thinking, oh, I'm in good hands? Oh, yeah. Like, this movie's not going to suck. Yeah, because the other movies, well, maybe not Deep Star 6. I can't remember now, obviously. Um, but, like, you know, we went in with chaos. Right. We we started with chaos. This movie starts with chaos. I appreciated it in this movie. It wasn't, but I noticed it in the other, mo in the other movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just done perfectly. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking go. Well, story-wise, um, it's just like this movie showing you the yeah. inciting incident. This is what happened that's going to bring the military to the oil workers. I this is it. the why. Also, I it made me think. I'm like, a submarine is scary. Yeah. Like, that is not something I want to do. I always think that. I believe yeah. the fear that everybody was feeling. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. My note is, this shit is harrowing. Yeah. Like, harrowing. Oh. They know they're going to die. And in the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. No one's coming. No. You're fucked. I also like that when they show the abyss, they don't have any credits except the title. But the Y is super long in abyss, and mm -hmm. you go into the Y, into the, and you're in the water. The music I wrote, that's a choice. You don't like it? I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I was surprised by it. I do like the music in this movie. But it's... I just meant, like, the music in the movie is good, but the, the intro music. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. But that sort of... You don't like or what? This just had that the vibe of the movie that I was I was anticipating. Mm -hmm. It sounded exciting and high and light, and 
you know, like, da, 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 and that's not what this movie is. <laughs> this movie is not, da, 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 it's, oh, fuck. Well. Yeah. Well, I nothing. Mean, it's, oh, fuck. Well, not all of it. Just let me have it. But the music's done by Alan Silvestri and... Oh, gosh. What's the... I? So there are two guys. This is literally the only movie that James Cameron has had somebody other than these other two guys do the music for. It's like he has two guys that he uses all the time. Neither one of them were used for this movie. This movie was Alan uh, Silvestri. You don't know who I'm talking about, of course, but he's done, you know... Captain America and the Avengers, Forrest Gump, all kinds of shit. Upbeat stuff. <laughs> he also did Free Guy just last year. I tried to watch that. Did you not like it? I was uninterested. Wow. I just stopped watching it. All right. Yeah. I know people raved about it, but I couldn't get, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't right. I wasn't in the right headspace. Maybe. It's me, not you. Agreed. It's you. I know who I am. <laughs> I know who I am. Okay. <laughs> me too. So at any rate, the military comes in with Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, and they're like, hey, oil workers, we'll give you triple time. Just go get me some bodies or some, go see if some bodies are not dead. I need you to find some not dead. <laughs> but I love the script too because there's just classic fucking script shit in this movie there are setups it really is you set up Bud as an ass no not he even cares. like the leader that he cares huh he cares. He's an ass, but, you know, he cares. He's responsible for people. Yeah, but and he's good. He's good at his job. Yeah. I love it when he says, you know, when it comes to the safety of these people, there's me and then there's God. Things get yeah. dicey. I'm pulling the plug. I don't care how much fucking money you're giving us. But I also like that you have that moment with, uh, oh, what's his name? Um... I think it's Catfish, the big guy with the sort of trucker hat. And he's yeah. he's talking he's talking to Hippie and he goes, you see this? They call this the hammer. And then that comes back later. Fucking oh, just yeah. brings the hammer to coffee. It's great. Right. So there's all kinds of good shit. We're setting shit up, Chew. So they're at 1,700 feet. They need to go below 2,000 feet. That's that's the same for all of these movies. we got to talk about how deep they are. We're not anything as ridiculous as 16,000 deep feet deep. Like, come on. What is even <laughs> down there at 16,000 feet? <laughs> Silver. Are you sure it's not the core of the earth? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lava. Well, magma, I guess. Magma. 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 Yeah, I love when Catfish, when they're going over and Catfish says, uh, two and a half miles straight down. They're talking about the abyss. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> also, 
you wouldn't know this, but they literally revolutionized diving equipment specifically for this movie. They wow. made masks so that you could see an actor's entire face specifically for this movie. Nice. That's pretty impressive. Because those exist now anyway, right? Like, that's common? I don't know, but it you never see them in other movies. You know what I mean? It makes sense, though. Yeah. They should be the standard, I think. Well, at least for movies. <laughs> Maybe it's just at certain depths. Like, once you start getting lower and lower, you got to put a mask on. Maybe. Or like a... You know what I mean. Let's face it. We're the two least qualified people to talk about this. I don't know shit. I don't swim in the ocean. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't swim in the ocean. <laughs> and you hadn't no. even seen Jaws until a year ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't like the salty water. <laughs> and I don't want to be hit by waves. I want to just sit. If you think I'm out at PB hanging out in the fucking water, you are mistaken. <laughs> That's not fun. That's not a good time. I want to lay low. Be still like vegetables. <laughs> Pretty woman. I wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so they go down to check out that sub. Well, first of all, what do you think of all the play with Lindsay and her character being super bitch? Um, I think those guys are just being classic fucking douchebags. They are. But she is also a bitch, which is why it doesn't bother me in this movie. She has to be a bitch. Yeah. That's a hard job for a female to have. No, I mean, there's. Yeah, there is total nonsense in this movie in the sense of, you know, a woman is not allowed to be competent or in charge. So she has to deal with that, which is why they all think she's a bitch. But she is also an asshole. But she has to be because. It's serious this shit. This is my rig. This is the way I want things fucking done. This is serious shit. Yeah. And, you know, frankly, in that industry, she's a fucking woman. She's not going to get respect in any capacity. So you might as well just be a fucking right. asshole. And also the second half of it is she was married to Bud. So you have that oh, yeah. dynamic of the relationship. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love it when he says, God, I hate that fucking bitch. I guess you shouldn't have married her, huh? <laughs> Whoopah. <laughs> <laughs> he did not like that. He didn't appreciate that comment at all. It was great. Um, yeah, so uh they get down there. They get down to the rig. But already Coffee's got the fucking shakes, Chew. And he was the one it's always the one who's talking the most. Right? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shush. You are crushing it was you. You were crushing his head. I was. Crush. I crush you. Crush. Uh, yeah, he starts to get whatever happens when you can't decompress, right? Mm -hmm. Or compress, I guess. Decompress. Do you decompress yeah. both ways? Down <laughs> and up? I don't know. Uh, Eight hours they had to spend in that thing that decompressing. Sucks. Yeah. I like when it only takes 30 seconds of screen time, though. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Speed it up for us. Yeah. I'm not sure the other two movies were on that fucking notice. Nope. Um, yeah, so they get down there and... Oh, 
So when they get in the sub and that guy who has the crab crawl out of his mouth. Huge positive point. Oh. Loved it. I got mad respect for that person. And you know who that person is? James Cameron's brother. Wow. Yeah, so there you have it. Apparently, he uh, he was sitting there because James was dicking around somewhere trying to set something else up. He's like, just sitting here holding my breath, fucking crab in my mouth. Could we start, please? (laughs) (laughs) But I also like because you also get the character of Jammer when they're in the sub and they're looking for people. And then you see the sort of angel, but you don't see it. You just see it in his faceplate. That's some good shit. It was good. Come on. Yeah. He was already panicking, so it made sense. I figured you wouldn't like that. Bro. (laughs) You've been in... Why are you panicking all of a sudden? Because he saw a fucking butterfly alien. Well, he was already hyperventilating, like... You've been in under the in the ocean on the seafloor for however long. Okay. You've been in the water. Not in a sunken submarine. Okay. It like tomato tomato. Okay. You (laughs) knew that there were gonna be dead bodies in there, and if you thought for a second before opening up the door that you couldn't handle the dead bodies, guess who shouldn't have gone into the submarine with the dead bodies? You. You should have raised your hand and be like, I can't, I don't know, I don't think I can do it. He tried to leave. Don't be selfish and compromise your team <laughs> because you can't keep it together. <laughs> no. Oh, you'd just be so fucking ice cold, would you? I... You better hope that he doesn't wake out of that fucking coma because then he has to listen to me rant and rave about he jeopardized the fucking team because he's fucking selfish and not self-aware. Come on, guy. I just thought I was dead when I saw that angel. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is good shit. <laughs> Hippie, you think everything's a conspiracy. Everything is. <laughs> Some good lines in this movie. <laughs> uh, so they get back. You know, they get Jammer out. He's in a coma and they get back to their platform. And then all of a sudden, Coffee, he's just he's stealing one of the uh, little subs and he's going to get the nuke. Up to trouble. You know who got royally fucked in all of that? That poor bastard who was trying to work the crane topside. Yes. Every time I watch this movie, I'm like. Man, that guy's super dead. Just trying to do his job. Guy in crane has bad luck. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, man. And nobody was like, "Oh my god, fucking George was in." Fred. Nobody said George was in there. Yeah. George was like, "I guess I'll go fuck myself." Fuck you guys. Hey guys, Fred's coming down to you. See if you can help him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but. Can we also talk about, like, from the second, poor Fred or George, when he when he dies and that crane starts falling, from that moment until the moment where Ed Harris kisses his ring, I'm basically holding my breath every time I watch this movie. 
Yes. It is. It's panic and chaos for that long. It is spec-fucking-tacular. It's well-fucking-done. <gasps> like, the crane dropped, and I was like, oh, wow, they fucking made it. That's cool. And then? And then all of a sudden they realize <laughs> they're attached, <laughs> and it's bad. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to fall. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want anything to do with it. They this. start getting dragged. Fucking fires start. The battery room goes kerblooey. They start flooding. Flooding. Almost smashes his hand. Yeah. Thanks for the ring. The thick ring, by the way. Nobody gets a ring like that. Ed. A fucking oil rigger would. Oh. What are you thinking now, smarty pants? Huh? I don't think, um, I don't think an oil rigger would wear jewelry. It's his wedding ring, jackass. Because construction, people who work in construction try not to wear jewelry. It's dangerous. Get your finger cut off. Well, this is underwater oil. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> I'm sticking up for Ed. Okay. Okay. It was very thick. Oh, also, the whole bit where he throws away the wedding ring, and then he goes into the toilet to get it, and his blue <laughs> hand. Yeah. And like 40 minutes later, when she's trying to tell him about, <laughs> about the alien she saw outside, and he kind of goes, Ugh, his hands to his eyes, and you notice that it's still blue. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. That was good. So great. Which, by the way, she should have not told anybody what she saw. She shouldn't have said anything. Well, that's what makes that scene so great, Chew. She's telling, even though they're divorced, they are clearly connected. Yeah. And... Despite our, all their turmoil, their trials, their tribulations, she's saying, I need you to believe me. I, I'm not crazy. This happened. And he says, yeah. sorry, I can't. And the look on her face when he says, I can't, is devastating. Yeah. I think it's so good. It was good. That was great acting. God damn it. But we're not she done talking about this anything. other shit with the flooding and whatnot. That was bad. Those guys drowned. Oh, when Ed Harris has watched him drown. Yeah. When he, when Ed Harris has to watch Fiddler, he's like banging on the window because he's drowning. Yowie. But then you don't have enough time to give a shit because the water bursts through the door, die. and he <laughs> yeah. like that's Ed Harris walking down a small hallway in yeah. a major flood. That's trying to actively kill him. Cameron's kind of a dick. <laughs> but he made a great sequence. Made some good stuff. He gets his ring in the door. They fucking cut the tubes. They get the door open. Then they crawl through. They close another door. And he's like, Mwah! <laughs> yeah, right. Thank God for my fucking ring that I got out of the toilet. <laughs> Everything matters, Chew. It does. Damn it. I also like when he's sleeping and Lindsay says, Virgil, turn on your side when he's snoring and he just turns over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, by this time, the crew is figuring out kind of what coffee was up to because he got himself a nukey nuke. Yeah. And he's in Trebby Trubs. Or he's going to be. 
You're going to get that thing out of here right now. You understand me, Roger Ramjet? Love that line. That was good. (laughs) I mean, what did she really think was going to happen when she walked in there? Well, that's why I love the character, though, because she... You did not think that through, sis. No, but she does think that she can control any situation. And what this experience will teach her is, nah. No. Nope. There's very little anybody can be in charge of during this fiasco. Yeah, it's kind of like either team mentality or fuck you mentality. Yeah, and so much of it, you know, is fuck you mentality. Yeah. Between the military and the oil riggers. Right. Because Jackoff Colonel or whoever he is, topside, just sipping on his coffee and eating his fucking sandwich. Back in two hours. Fuck you. <laughs> Guy's an ass. Dick. You're <laughs> responsible for killing like eight people. Yeah, he's going to get court-martialed. I hope. Guaranteed. Oh, so this is like the famous scene. This movie has one Oscar, Chew. What do you think it won an Oscar for? I want to say special effect. Yeah. Industrial Light and Magic pulled out all the stops. This water tentacle was the precursor that allowed James Cameron to do Terminator 2 and the liquid metal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the effects were really good. I, when the movie ended, I looked at Ethan and I was like, this is a 1989 movie. Right. He's like, yeah. I was like, no, no, no. This is an 89 movie. That's one of the things, also one of the things I love about this movie. It looks like it could have been filmed in the last few years. Yeah. Things so clear. Mm-hmm. Shiny. <laughs> Even on a dirty, dirty oil rig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The total opposite of, you know, say, Masters of the Universe. Oh, God. Night and day. (laughs) Night and day. Uh, Yeah, the alien. um... Or even Ice Pirates. Very 80s, the Ice Pirates. Oh, God. We don't need to bring that up. What are we bringing up Ice Pirates? Why are we tainting this movie with the memory of Ice Pirates? Because it's a delight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, Mary, uh, well, Lindsay, she likes to touch things she doesn't need to touch and then taste things she doesn't need to taste. <laughs> I was, I was, that was one of my next questions for you. <laughs> Ma'am, are you new here? Don't put things in your mouth. Stop touching. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck that is. You're at the bottom of the goddamn ocean. There's a trench three feet away. Can you not? Yeah, that's like. Can you stop? Let's think. You're smart. We all know that. You're intelligent. Mm-hmm. Quit touching shit. All right, I'm going to give you a list of three things. It's like beginning of the podcast, middle, right now. You put them in the okay. order of most, no, least offensive to most offensive. Got it? Did. We've got yep. trying to kiss someone after being in a cave for days. Like vertical limit. We've okay. got wearing the sweatpants. Showing off your junky junk, like Green Lantern. 
It, they were thin as a sheet. <laughs> and then we've got tasting seawater from a seawater tentacle that you don't know what the fuck is going to do the second you touch it. <laughs> Which one bothers uh, you I... the least? Oh, fuck. Um, okay, because it... Uh, <laughs> I, it's not a simple answer. I should okay. have saved this so, for a conundrum, but we're doing it now. So based on day-to-day life, things that would definitely happen to me, I'm going to go... Wait, um, what? Which of these things would definitely happen to you? Well, not definitely happen, but something I could probably relate to. Like, probably maybe kissing somebody who hasn't brushed their teeth. Okay. Who hasn't brushed... Like, morning. So, like not, morning not necessarily someone who's been stuck in a cave dying. Right. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do that. All right. Um, or, like, seeing somebody... You know what? The sweatpants. The sweatpants is a big grievance because people do that now. Like, you can walk out... But it's the least? anywhere... Or the most? I would say that's... Oh, fuck. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> because touching shit and putting it in your mouth at the bottom of the ocean, you don't know what it is, that's fucking dangerous. Uh-huh. Don't do that. It's So I, there's more risk there. And so ultimately, that's a bad fucking thing. But the sweatpants, it, it fills me with rage. <laughs> Stop yelling at me with your dick. <laughs> I didn't ask to see it. Get a thicker sweatpant or a different color. Like, why is it? Why was it thin? As it, it was like, it was thinner than the t-shirt that I'm wearing now. <laughs> you know, kissing somebody with with we'll say morning breath. I would say that's least offensive. All right, and helpful if you have morning breath as well. The sweatpants fill me with rage. I want to go that, but the other one has more risk. So the most offensive is the salt water, the touching. I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. You're putting other people in jeopardy. So you're selfish. She felt connected, though, Chu. She felt connected. She's like, I'm safe. I can right in the middle of fucking Virgil's forehead. If I saw a snake, a water snake thing, mimic my face. You would have been Michael B.N. Thinking, oh, good. I was like, oh, this is this is not good. This is bad. <laughs> no. Look like I picked the wrong week to quit taking amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we should take another break. Okay. Why don't we take another break and then we'll come back and finish up. Finish a bit. Yeah. Because we're right at right now. We're now. Lindsay's gonna go outside, and she's gonna see some aliens. And then it's fucking full tilt boogie. Yeah. For fucking Navy versus oil. <laughs> One of the lesser known <laughs> matches. You got the Army Navy and the Navy versus oil. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, everyone, right after this. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? 
Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2AT Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2AT Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. We're back. Ladies and gentlemen, Chu and I are discussing the abyss teachable moment. My record's intact, Chu. It is. All right. Just want to make that clear. I'm no fuck up on that. <laughs> I wish we, we had recorded that because I gave the <laughs> face. <laughs> Everything else, but not that. Just saying. All right. So <laughs> now we get Lindsay outside. She's trying to get them more oxygen. And the little geek version, well, actually, the big geek and the little geek version show up. Yeah. Alien versions, I mean. I mean, really? It's like good boy one, good boy two. Mm hmm. It all looks good, though. It looks real good. Yeah. Oh, burp. <laughs> I snuck in a sandwich before we did this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think the effects look... Excellent. Except for the last couple minutes. <laughs> really good. Yeah. I got things to say. Saving it. Have I mentioned I have things to say about the end of the movie? Okay, just making sure. Yeah. But when she gets on board, she can't get anybody on her side, including Bud. And then Hippie gets... That's a fucking scary moment, by the way. When Coffee finds Hippie spying on... Like the nuclear Ooh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you think... It's actually a pretty good camera trick. Because he like backs up a little bit and you think the moment where you think is going to be the jump scare isn't there. Yeah. And then he turns around and he fucking Michael B.N. Coffee's right fucking there. And then you get yeah. the jump scare and he, he says, you smell something, rat boy? Do you? And I'm like, oh, he's fucked. He's really, really fucked. <laughs> Somebody's in trouble. Oh, fuck. So the whole kidnapping and locking them away and all of that shit. I love that moment, too, when Lindsay is, I don't know, I think I'm getting to him. And everybody's like, they're not listening to you, shithead. <laughs> but Jammer opens up the door. And that's the, I just thought I was dead when I saw that angel moment. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Good talk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but again, this is 
I, th- I what, one thing that's really cool about this movie too is I think it it forces you to ask, would I do that? Would I do that? Would I have done that? Would I have done that? Like at so many different moments, and this is a big one. When Ed Harris, when both Virgil and uh, Catfish swim yeah, to the that moon was pool. So fun. That was fun. Good time. Some serious fucking shit. I immediately had anxiety. I was yeah. like, ah. And every time I, I see Ed Harris do it in his jeans, I always think, take those jeans off. Take them off. They're going to slow you down. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm nervous for you. Catfish has got the right idea. He's in his undies. Do that. You know, it's funny. I know you don't mean it this way, but it kind of sounds like you want him to get undressed. <laughs> Every time I'm disappointed that I don't get to see Ed Harris's legs. <laughs> but I love that whole scene because Ed Harris... You know, they get to the first one and it's locked. And I just think, fuck. And Catfish is doing what I probably would do, which is, I can't do it, partner. I can't do that again. Do you know know how close I was to dying just getting here? And it's it's farther away. (sighs) But when Ed Harris gets up to the moon pool and he kind of gets himself out of the water and you, you know, you're seeing how how fucking cold it is. So, you know, it's just stellar fucking acting. It's really good. Just shit. little bits of little bits of extra. So good. Nice. And how quiet he had to be yeah. coming up because he knew that coffee was in there. Right. So he's like, I can't just come up gasping for air. Mm-hmm. That must have been really fucking so difficult. So hard. Yeah. And the what I got on this viewing. More than anything was the the walk towards him, like trying to get around that moon pool quite quietly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't take your feet out of the water. Right. You have to glide. But you have to sort of move. Remember how yeah. how uh, Robert Redford had to move in sneakers? It's like that. Oh, yeah. And they think right. faster than this. And, uh, yeah. you know, big guys with guns. But I'm sure you'll do fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's that moment where you think, if Ed Harris just took that fucking thing and took it to the back of his head, it's over, but he goes for the gun. Rookie mistake. How fucked did you think he was when Coffee pointed that gun at his face? I was like, he could die at any moment. You went for the bird... you had a bird in the hand, and you went for the two in the fucking bush. Come on, guy. <laughs> we all know how this ends up. You ain't getting nothing now. <laughs> were you faked out, though? And then Catfish comes and saves the day. Yeah, were you mm-hmm. faked out, though, when the other Navy guy, when he starts yeah. putting out the bullets out of the magazine? Yeah. It's pretty good. That was Coffee's partner, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he knew. He's like, yeah, he... Bullet he was, was the medic sandwich. guy. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he would have known mm-hmm. if Coffee was having a fucking an episode. And then it's like this movie is just 100 miles per hour. You know, from the moment that crane starts, sure. like when Coffee goes into the submersible and then they try to get the nuke off, but they can't. And then Ed Harris has got to get into his suit and he starts chasing it. 
And then Lindsay is in her submersible. They're fucking having a battle. That's not smart. Why are we battling at the bottom of the ocean? Well, they're trying to stop a nuclear bomb from being taken to the goddamn aliens and blowing them up. I thought the movie was going to end in an alien war. (laughs) Right. Like the nuke was going to accidentally blow up. Some of them would survive. And then they're like, you know what? Fuck Fuck you guys. Humans. Yeah. You're done. You're done. But let's get to the scene of all scenes. They get the battle. Oh, wait, first. How about that implosion? Coffee's death? I'm good with it. Good shit. I am good with it. That's even better than Ferrer's decompression. Oh, yeah. Coffee's implosion. He had it coming. I'll say. But I love that when it drops... And both he and Elizabeth Mary uh, Master or Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio put their hands on. They're both like, "Ooh, you're fucked." <laughs> She's like, yeah. "Ooh, you're fucked." And he's like, "Ooh, I'm fucked." And they, she just watches. I would have put my hand up. I would have just fucking. You would have been like finger. See ya. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Bye, panicker. <laughs> You would have, when he dropped, you would have brought your sandwich up like, (laughs) just watch him go. Wouldn't even blink. (laughs) Oh, mercy. But the scene of all scenes, Chew, come on. That was great. She dies. He drags her back. Yeah. How, how, I mean, come on. How good did they get you? That was good. I was like, oh, fuck, she's going to die. Yeah. I was like, no, I mean, it's a movie. Like, he's going to come back to the station, and they'll figure it out. And then she didn't wake up. Yeah. And he's... This is this is the Oscar-winning performance mind. right here. This is what should yeah. have gotten the man an Oscar. Absolutely. Because he's that fucking good in the moment. <laughs> Ethan and I looked at each other, and he's like, he just slapped the shit out of her. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I know. I was like, I know. I mean, he's grieving, but like, damn. Apes. You never backed away from anything in your life. God damn it. You bitch. Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> I like that it's not CPR that that actually gets her up. It's the slaps. <laughs> yeah. She's like, did he just fucking hit me? Yeah. Cameron might have wanted to take it one more pass on that. Maybe. Slap, slap, slap. Five seconds of CPR. Then she wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I showed this movie a couple years ago on my backpacking trip. And that scene made people on the bus like stand up and clap. <laughs> like, like they all were cheering. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Pretty awesome. That was good. Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, she wakes back up, and then they, they're they like, well, the nuke is still down there. We have to go get right. it. And Ed's like... I'm your guy. I guess I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Yeah. So he gets the liquid oxygen. Mm-hmm. And he... That's scary. <laughs> right. 
I don't I don't want anything to do with that. No. No. And then he goes down there. And uh and then he dismantles it. Come on, that's a great scene though cuz he runs out of that's the one light. That's a good scene. I was like, ooh. And then shit, just they has the, the, the you know, the green light. Yeah. Both of those wires by the way were black and white. <laughs> just so that Cameron did that so nobody could tell if right. that one was a different color. One was yellow. Yeah. yeah. But I love that because he's, I mean, you you know, he's on that one and you should have that close up and he's almost snipping it when he takes it off and he's like, oh, what the fuck do I do? He cuts the other one. <laughs> I would have gone with this first one because he had his thing. He had the, the, the clippers on it. And I was like, that's fine. That's the one. Don't trust me. Yeah, I'm right. You'd have blown up yourself and the aliens. <laughs> and all of mankind because the aliens, the aliens would have are retaliated. Gonna... What? But... The fuck did you do? <laughs> um. Yeah, and then he's he's running out of oxygen. He's got five minutes left, and he's still in contact with. <laughs> you think I'm gonna stay a while? No, you're not yeah. gonna stay a while, bud. Get the fuck back up here. Yeah, at least fucking try. You brought me back to life, and then you're going to go be a selfish fucking asshole and die? You could have just let me die, and then you could have just gone down there and died, too. Well, it took him, like, 43 years just to get to the bomb. So he's like, I'm I'm not swimming back up in five minutes. Let me tell you that much right now. (laughs) Also, you guys gave me the world's heaviest suit. Even if I dropped my weights, you think I'm fucking swimming back? No. Yeah. He wouldn't even decompress right. Yeah. He's a gunner. So. And then they show up. They do. They, and they save him. The aliens take him to Underwater City, which, by the way, looks fantastic underwater. It's like. Underwater, not my issue. Looks good. No. Look, it's underwater lights or nothing at all. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Ugh. Yeah. So they save him, and then they're just like, it's fine. We'll just bring everybody up. Not a big deal. Well, but first, I love that because you get this moment with him and the alien. I also like, you know, so they create this partition with oxygen so that he can breathe. And I love that he, you know, he has to take off his suit. He's got to throw up his liquid. He's, you know, he's got to take off all the weights. And then he gets up, and I love that his first word to them upon seeing them is, howdy. Yeah. How uh how how you doing? Hello. <laughs> He's so fucking good, Ed Harris. God damn it. Um, but they show him the last thing that he typed to Lindsay. Love you, yeah. wife. Nice. So it's because of they loved that each other that much, always, even in being separated and divorced or whatever. Yeah. And so you have this major incident that has to bring them together. And it's because of the love that they share that convinces the aliens will save everyone. Yeah. You know, it's like that idea of what human beings could be. Right. You know, if we didn't right. storm capitals and that kind of shit. You know, the classy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We can be decent. Even you and me. Not all the time. Few and far between. 
Not all the time. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I like to be a piece of shit, but that's my business. I do that in my home. Okay. I don't do that outside of my house. And really the equivalent of me being a piece of shit is just not doing anything all day. Right. I just need those days sometimes. I understand. Yeah. And you just yell at hosts. So. No. There's worse things. You have to just, if, if I'm yelling at you, you're a fuck up. <laughs> it's not for nothing. Okay. It's not for nothing. You have decided to be a dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tolerate it not. I'm gently works, reminding just... you, dumb fuck. I have a good rapport, at least I think, with the hosts. <laughs> so when they give me a bazillion tables at once, I'll go up to them and be like, what are you doing? And I'll just start laughing. They're like, I'm sorry. They just, what are you doing? <laughs> Why do you hate me? They're like, I'm sorry, Chew, I'm sorry. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'll do it. <laughs> do you need help? No, I don't need fucking help. I'll do everything myself. But I think they know I just tease them. But they also might go home and cry, too, so I don't know. Well, that's what I get accused of. I do the same exact thing that you do, and everybody tells me I'm a terror. Your delivery is different. You have to... It's not. Your tone is slightly different it's than mine. It's not. Not at first. Also, you have to smile. You have to laugh it's a little. It's not at first, and I do laugh. Like like a painful laugh? But the fifth time, I say, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now here we get to the point of the movie that I have issues with. How would you have ended this movie? Um I would have ended with that with the aliens just sending Ed Harris back to the ship and getting them to the surface somehow, but the aliens never make an appearance and nobody else knows that there's aliens down there. Me fucking too. Nobody fucking knows. It's just the secret that maybe nobody fucking talks about. You could about. have done everything exactly the same. Like we're getting a huge sonar reading. It's like, boop, boop. It's coming up from underneath us. Yeah. It's, it's right where the rig is. And then they get Ed Harris Maybe they also fill up all the oxygen tanks and just long enough for them to, get, you know, get their shit, Navy shit yeah. out so that they can get them up. And it drops back down. And then you would just have literally all you have to do is add one scene where the top brass Navy guy is, you know, interviewing them all and saying, so what the fuck happened down there? Yeah. And they all just sort of look at each other. Yeah. With a, I don't know what you're talking about. Done. That's exactly what I pictured Done. them. Yeah. Back because in real that life. model coming out of the water is no bueno. No. It's bad. You didn't need to you didn't need to give me a visual of how big it is, how vast this ship is. Because mm -hmm. it's I not even you. a ship, it's like a city. Yeah. Like, I trust you that it's large. Keep it under the fucking water. But when it comes out of the water, it looks like wet Play-Doh. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like yeah. looks like Play-Doh that's been turned into marble. But the marble is pink and blue. Works well when it's neon and underwater, 
when it comes out of the water, it looks sad. Yeah, no. Not my fave. Blow them up. They look stupid. (laughs) 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 But it's not enough for me to, like, really lay into the movie. I really don't like those last few minutes. I don't think it would have taken a lot to make the last few minutes as great as the rest of the movie is. But taking it, putting that aside the last few minutes, this is a great fucking movie. It's so good. It really is. Real fast, going back to uh, the end of the movie, yeah. there are consequences to you surfacing. You, the aliens. You've surfaced. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen next? You think the U.S. is just going to be like, yeah, no, you can go back down, do whatever you want, live your life, and we won't bother you ever. Mm-hmm. You think that's going to fucking happen? Right. No. Nay. You've just started a huge fucking problem for yourself, and you could have just fucking sent your ass up. Just stayed down in the fucking water. Nobody would have been the wiser. Right. But now you've caused yourself a real fucking problem. Huge grievance, actually. <laughs> Those aliens are dumb because they don't realize how fucking dumb we are. Exactly. We will fuck up. By default. Yeah. That's our default position. Fuck ups. Yeah. The U.S. and Russia are not going to give a fuck if you were kind enough to save six a handful of oil riggers. No, they're not going to care. Yeah. Oil personnel. Other than that, loved it. Great movie. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, my record's intact, and that's all that matters. You're right. It's all about you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What's your drinking game? Um. It's another hard one. It really is. I mean, I guess anytime you see, uh, <gasps> you see the alien, the aliens in some form. Oh yeah. So even like the water would work. No, that's good. Might go with that one. So all right. Anytime you see the aliens. In any form. In any form, including their machines. Yeah. All right. Mine was. Anytime Bud and Lindsay have couple moments, whether it's a fight or not a fight or you know what I mean? Yeah. Couple moments. That was good. I was thinking it had to be something to do with them, but I didn't know how to. Yeah. I didn't know what it, what it needed to be. That's good. Not bad. We've done well for ourselves, I think. Yeah. Especially me. Because this is another victory. I mean, if you need it, you got it. Oh, I'm going to sleep well. Let you have it. I'm going to sleep well tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Right again. Good for you. (laughs) Dear diary, I did it. (laughs) Go me. I fucking nailed it. All right, anything left for you? Uh, no. All right. 
Watch it. Watch it. I mean, most people have seen it, I think. But if there are if there, if there are other chews out there, wandering plenty, lost like babes in the woods, not understanding what monsters they are, watch this movie and you might be a little bit better person. Except for the last few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Tell us what you think of The Abyss. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send an email to the How Dare You Podcast at gmail.com. For Lady Chu, Chance here. Oh, back to the bad movies, Chu. Aww. I'll get you some good ones. Don't doubt me. <laughs> My trust in you isn't what it was after Ice Pirates. <laughs> I'm sus suspicious. Watching the movie wrong. As it's is two t- against one. As is Tom. Yes. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew two you were gonna one. say that. Tom doesn't <laughs> Tom doesn't always watch movies wrong, but occasionally he fucks up. I trust him. At this point, I trust him more than I trust you. Hey, who Because you did me dirty. <laughs> I didn't do you dirty. Come on. It did. Ice parents. You have to ask ice parents. It's so fucking good. Na, na, na. That movie has oh, a space herpy. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> See? Look at the fond memory so wash over you. Ugh. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll be back next week. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was that was a fourth grader is what that was. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, you looked like you were gonna try again. I think I would leave it there. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Good day, madam. <laughs> it's an auditory medium, okay? You can't just wave at me. <laughs> oh my god, I spelled crane wrong. With an I-N? Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with me? You're a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was so weird. It was like, like what the? <laughs> if either one of us start building a mountain out of mashed potatoes, you know we'll meet in fucking Wyoming. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what that is, but that sounds <laughs> fucked up. We're gonna have to watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind. No, I don't. I don't want to watch that. What is that worried look on your face for? I don't like alien movies. In the sense of, like, abduction. I don't know. Nobody's abducted. I don't believe you. Except a small child. Serve me. Serve me. Serve me. Who, like, who okayed that line? Serve me. Uh, I think... It, it makes me feel weird every time I hear it. I think just Mendelssohn. Um, Nicole, would it be okay if I just said serve me right here? What do you think of that? It's pretty good, right? Serve me. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs>